This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. My favorite, it's Judd's Hockey Show. And welcome in to a very emergency Saturday morning. Yes, it's it's 11.10. It qualifies. Saturday morning, Judd's Hockey Show. Zolgad, Declan Goff. Um, So, Declan, let's go back to last night. Oh, well, in what regards? Are we we talking about what what you and I did last night? Are we talking about... Well, we're talking about... We're talking about what happened last night to precipitate the emergency okay. Judd's hockey show that okay. we're doing right now. I feel it needs proper context because if nothing else, it's a very Minnesota sports thing. So I'm on my couch on about my fourth beer, just minding my own business, wow. watching games. And, uh, you know, it's a Friday night. Happy yeah. hour. It's yes. happy hour. Exactly. And somebody sends me via Twitter a Kevin Weeks tweet that he had put out. Um, I think when I got it, it was a half hour old or so. Okay. Now Weeks is a former National Hockey League goaltender who right Mm -hmm. now works for NHL Network. I believe he has signed on to ESPN. Uh, But while he's a former player, he insides too. Yes. So like he breaks some stuff. Like he talks to players, agents, and he's the rare player who actually seems to be in in competition to try and break stories. And here's what the tweet said. As of now, talks with likely Rookie of the Year Kirill Kaprizov and the Minnesota Wild have gone cold. My understanding is he's in Moscow, and it's believed CSKA is interested in signing him for KHL, which of course is where he played, and the Olympics. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now, that sets off some bells, whistles, and alarms. And I I don't know if we could put these up on the screen, uh, but... Michael Russo, friend of the show, as you like to say, say. friend of the show from The Athletic, who is the, uh, I think it's safe to say, is the preeminent beat writer on the Wild Beat and has been for a long time. He he felt it necessary to respond to sort of add to what Weeks was saying, which was much appreciated, right? And so if you can uh, put those tweets up, we can also read them for the folks who are uh, joining us via the podcast. But the first one, yes. So, Russo, in response to what Weeks tweeted, because what Weeks tweeted, like it or not, is a story, tweeted, the Wild and Kaprizov's agents say Kaprizov is at a buddy's wedding, very Declan-like in Moscow. Yeah. Yep, his, agent, his agent gave the team a heads up. As for the CSKA KHL rumors, that's his only option besides signing back with the wild and they'll offer him a ton of money. So expect those rumors as long as he's unsigned here. Um, 
And then put the last, if you could, go to the last um, Russo tweet then, which expanded on the first one. As far as negotiations with the Wild, Kaprizov wants short-term so far. Wild offering him long-term. So as I've reported, this coming from Russo, this is going to be a tough negotiation. Again, the the Russia option is the only option, so that will be the leverage as long as he is unsigned. Mm -hmm. Okay, so those are the bullet points. And the highlights from what started as a very pleasant Friday night on which I thought, (laughs) what could go wrong? It's gorgeous outside, (laughs) Uh, even via Minnesota sports. I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen? The Twins are going to lose. And by the way, they didn't. Um, All right. So I've seen, I I saw immediate responses from the folks who were like saying, Kevin Weeks is just trying to make a story here where there's not a story. I think it's very telling that it's telling and appreciated. Russo responded so quickly to update things. Um, But here's where I stand, okay? My stance is this, because I am not going in the, oh, it's no big deal. Who cares? He's not going back to CSKA. He's going to be here, and that's it, and this is all a ploy. And it it, it probably is partially a ploy. But here's why I'm not dismissing it. One is we know nothing about the young man. He's 24. And we don't know a thing about him. So the important thing to keep in mind here is we don't know if he was homesick. We don't know how close he is to his family. Mm-hmm. We we don't know. Like, we didn't get close to him. We talked to him on Zooms. So that's the most – that's the important factor off the ice. And the other thing is I, um, I messaged with some people last night too, Dex, is – you know, it's very easy to just get defensive and assume, oh, he'll be here. Nothing's going to happen. And I do think he will ultimately. But uh, to dismiss this to me completely is dangerous. And the agent clearly leaked this through weeks and started that process. Yep. So that means talks are stalled. Like, like mm-hmm. that means that if they've hit no snags, nobody's talking publicly. So what's your thought process? Because mine is to dismiss it. Is, is hubris and arrogance that can, especially in this town, come back and bite you right in the ass. Mm-hmm. The way I look at it is, yeah, it, it's probably a ploy by the agent. That my, my first gut is it's a ploy by the agent. Mm-hmm. It's a ploy by the agent to get Kaprizov the money and the contract that he wants. Mm-hmm. Now, if he wants short-term, which, by the way, I, I think it's going to be a short-term contract, and, and I would love it to be a long-term deal, but guess what? He's 24. He probably more wants a four- to five-year deal. So then that way, when he's 28, 29, maybe 30, he can still cash out and get a second large deal. And you see these Russian players all the time. Judd, look, I mean, I'm going to use a little extreme of, the, uh, of an example, but look at Ovechkin. Ovechkin's into his late 30s. He's still a very damn good player. These guys can play. And I, I think Kaprizov has a skill set that's not Zach Parisi that can translate for a very long time and be a very successful NHL player for a very long time. So he doesn't want to sign a eight-year deal, which I believe is the max under the new CBA. He wants to do a four- to five-year deal with a lot of money up front. So then five or five years from now, he can cash out again. And I understand that. I don't, I don't think that this is... Um, too much of a panic button necessarily. I don't think people should be jumping off the rooftops and be completely burning their Kaprizov jerseys, but it's definitely something to monitor, mm-hmm. and it's definitely you, – you can't dismiss this. Also, if you're wondering why we're even talking about this, because it's a talker. It's a talker, and you're watching this right now. Exactly. This is, a, this is what oh, you, a this is what you and I do. Oh, a national media member brought this up. Yes. This yeah, is not, 
Yeah, this is not us speculating. No, I, I didn't wake up t- today in a beer induced haze and say <laughs> and text you and say, Declan, let's do a Judd's hockey show because I want to talk about what if Kaprizov doesn't come back. Right. I, I mean, this is well, and that's the thing is we tend to at times try and dismiss things. Oh, it's made up. It's made. And you know what? Lots of times things don't come to fruition. One, that does not mean that they're made up. And two, again, if everything was going swimmingly, and it's not shocking, it's not, but if everything was going swimmingly, um, this doesn't get out. And I think you're right. I think so. I don't know what the term that they want is. Clearly, I think the Wild would like to do eight years, and I don't know at what. Now, I've seen projections. uh, Somebody who does projections projected a five-year contract for him and I agree with you I think it's going to be that uh and they said seven plus million I have seen reports that he wants 10 across the board so don't so don't dismiss the finances completely here um as far as part of the the talking points but one is so my immediate feeling and this is not a good one to have but my immediate feeling Declan is this too the Kaprizov camp is in complete control um I know it I know you'd like to do eight years so would I I yeah. mean, this guy is special right, to watch. Right, right. We all would. Um, but you don't have the luxury of telling him what he's going to do. And and now he does have the, – the one thing is he is he falls un, under that weird free agent rule where he is a, a, a technically sort of like a, a restricted free agent with no restricted free agent rights. Correct. So he, so he can't go – he can't sign right now with any team but – the wild, Correct. which is why my, which is why going back home is the leverage play that he has. But I don't see Declan a way around this that that he's not going to get what he wants. And I I think you're in a position if you're Bill Guerin, where you have to give it to him, and you can be like, you know, dude, we we love you, we'd like to do eight years, but at the end of the day, I don't think it's worth getting in some type of tough negotiation because Kaprizov is going to win. Yep. Bill Guerin's a smart dude. He's a smart cookie, friend of the show. Uh, he's been on before. Um, I don't think you should be playing hardball with those negotiations necessarily, and I don't think Bill Guerin is. My kind of take of it is even if he signs the a four- or five-year deal, well, the window right now is starting. The window right now is to, to content, not just not just like, oh, it's starting and we're going to be cute and we're going to be a, a flirting with the playoff. No, no, no. The window has, has started. The window has been opened uh, from what has happened this last season. The window is now open, yes. and you can't project eight years down. You can't. It's hard to project five years down the road of yes. where you're going to be. And right now there's an opening. So if, if Kaprizov only does five years here, mm-hmm. well, the wild, how they're constructed right now, are supposed to contend for a cup likely – in the next three to five years. Mm-hmm. So if it's only a five-year deal and the Wild contend for a cup, then great. Most likely is the case that Kaprizov then re-ups his deal after the current four- to five-year deal ends. If you don't win a cup, if you don't contend for a cup, most importantly, if you don't even contend for a cup in five years, well, then that was kind of the writing on the wall. And, K- and Kirill was right to not give an eight-year deal. I think, in general, he's probably looking at a floor of eight. This is me being a, a fun armchair GM and, and, and a Kaprizov agent. I did see him at the bar a few weeks ago. He was here 
at the at, down here in the north. I hope he was buying you shots. He, he shockingly wasn't. He had a, he had a very low brim hat on. He didn't yeah. want to be seen. Well, guess what, Kirill? You have the most obvious hair, and and you're you're built like a hockey player, buddy. He's so better hair than you do. He, he does. He does. You and have I, great I, hair. I don't. I don't. We've established those, that. Yep. I don't throw those compliments around. I. I. I he has. He has a, a great head of lettuce. Um. But I, I think in general, he wants a five year deal, probably looking around eight. Probably looking around eight million per, and I know he's only had fifty six of a, fifty six games under his belt in the NHL. He's worth that. He's worth that. I I just hope. I don't think Bill Guerin is playing hardball with him. I think this deal will get done. Like in terms of the panic meter, Judd, of like one to ten, one being the least panic, and ten being I'm at an extreme panic and I'm jumping out the window. It's still like a four. For, it's a three. It's a three. Not even a four. It's a three for me. It's a three. It hasn't even entered the threshold of entering the five to the ten scale. This mm-hmm. is still a three. Um, and I still think this deal gets done. It's just he wants a short-term deal with with money up front, and I can't blame him for that. Yeah, and I'm curious what Garen and the boys are offering him right now financially too, because I wouldn't be surprised if he ultimately wants five five years at 10-something per, um, which, you know, again, he's going to get. That's fine. Um, yeah, if I had to put it on a panic meter right now, um, I would say I'm at a four. Because I, because here's what I'm going to add, in fairness. I'm going to add the Minnesota sports factor. I can't ignore it. Seriously, too much yep. goes wrong here. Too much goes wrong here. So I'm going to put it at a four because that just keep in the back of your mind that we don't know how he likes it here. <laughs> like he came during a season that was in a pandemic and I think was basically confined to his apartment. Now it's near you, I'm sure. It's a gorgeous area. Yeah. But that being said... Um, being confined to your apartment, you're from Russia, you're 24, which in sports terms is older, but in life terms, you're a kid. So like, I'm just, I'm going to put it at a four because there's variables, uh, that we can't judge. And, and I find it interesting that the agent felt it necessary because it almost has to be him who, that he leaked it to a national guy like weeks to sort of sound an alarm, a preliminary one. Um, and when I, you know, when you see that, it's just interesting because I guess my I guess my comeback is is this about the term and is like Garen stuck on eight because you're just gonna have to come down to five like you 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 lose I mean you just do uh, you brought up a point I wanted to talk about though because I will say this and I think we can start this now uh, and and you touched on it but I think it's spot on and I'll take what you said and up it just a little bit Dex if the Wild has not won a Stanley Cup in the next five years it's a massive disappointment yeah. It's a massive, but I'm not saying contend. I'm saying you need to win a Stanley Cup. And I know there's variables that make it, you know, things can go wrong. Guys can get hurt. Goaltenders can be uh, fantastic, like Carey Price, or they can stink. Uh, but, you know, we gave you the Parisi suitor window, and it busted completely. To me, it's no longer an option. Within five years, so if Kaprizov does five years, you need to win a Cup. Like, it's not asking the world to win a bleeping Stanley Cup. A team, a National Hockey League team in this town hasn't been to one since 91. So, um, it, but if you do this right, right? Kaprizov, uh, a center, and I'm talking about a good one. Rossi comes of age and matures. Um, Boldy, same type of deal, right? Yep. yep. That, that blue line, which still is going to have some pretty damn good components. It's time. Yep. It's time. And and you know what, two decks. If they win a cup and he goes and signs with the Kings, Rangers, I don't know, a team like that, you still have the cup. Yeah. I mean, that's a fl- that's a flag that, as they say in baseball, will fly forever. So um, it would be disappointing, but you still have that cup. But it's time. 
it's time. And so I think you're dead on right, which is if you get them eight years, okay, year seven, are you going to pop and win a cup? I don't think so. Probably. Now you might, you might win a second one, but you know, if you're going to, if, if Kaprizov is going to be the catalyst that gets you to a Stanley cup finals and ultimately wins you the chalice, um, I think it's going to be within five years. So let's just, let's just say I'm fine with the five-year contract because I, and I, think the pressure again the pressure should be huge but good yep how how long i mean how much have we dialed down pressure on teams in this town because we think they stink or they're just not that yep. good good and, and and good to have aspirations even like look the, the i was saying to my friends yesterday i have never been more frustrated in a minnesota sports team than this current twins group i've, I've never in my lifetime i'm only 28 i'm only 28 but i have never been more pissed off at a local franchise than the 2021 Minnesota Twins. And that's because because they had championship aspirations. Now, some people might laugh at that and say, well, hey, Declan, they haven't won a playoff game in their last 18 tries. I get that. Well, guess what? The roster was built to contend right now. The roster was built to win a World Series still. That was still the goal. Um, on the tail end of it, you know, I, didn't, I wasn't as bullish as I probably wasn't going into 2020, but still, it was supposed to contend for a, for a World Series. Yeah. Now, the wild contention is now open. And the problem is, um, and to go back to my original point, you can't necessarily project and you can't assume, I shouldn't say project, you can't assume that five years from now, this wild group, like if, if you think this last year was, oh, this is just the building block and this will be the, the worst year of the next five years, you don't know that. And you can't, and you, the most important thing is you can't assume that this is going to be the worst year. Look what happened to the wild after their second loss in the second round of the Blackhawks. You thought, all right, another frustrating sweep. But again, this is just the beginning. Well, then you got bounced in six games of the Stars. Then you missed the playoffs right the next, or then you you got bounced by Jake Allen. Things derailed immediately afterwards when you thought this was only going to be the the first step into contending for a Stanley Cup. That didn't happen. The window got shut. You had an area to do it, and you weren't able to contend. Right now, the Wilds contention, and, and by the way, look at the NHL right now. Look at the four teams in it. Montreal Canadiens are possibly going to go to a Stanley Cup. The New York Islanders are down two games to one in a series, but they could go. They're one step away from a Stanley Cup. There's mm-hmm. no reason why this current wild group, if they make the correct ads and getting a center and calling up their prospects and those prospects hit, that yes. they absolutely can't be one of these four teams that are remaining in the Stanley Cup that aren't the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Tampa Bay Lightning should run away with the Cup, but guess what? There's other teams who have put themselves in the window. And, and you know what? You and I are hockey guys. Sometimes Mackie likes to mock a little bit of hockey. Hockey's a little weird sport, and teams can get hot in the playoffs, and you can ride a goaltender, and things can happen. Sure. So this is the area to do this right now has to happen. So if Kirill only signs for four to five years, and you do win a cup, like you said, and it's gravy, or you don't, well, that was it. That was that was the window. The window. You're not you're not the Detroit Red Wings. Right. You're not going to be able to contend for for twenty years essentially and put yourself in a Stanley Cup conversation for fifteen of those years. That's not how this really works. So so th- this is it. You have to go and get it now. The thing that I I like about this team and this group and why I'm hopeful about their chances and and the difference between this group and, and the group that as you said, Declan, went to the second round with the Blackhawks, and then we're all like, oh, oh boy, let's right. let's just wait and see. Is that group was pretty complete as far as as you weren't going to add a ton more. Like it was uh, it was Granlin, Koivu, Parisi, Zucker. You know. But I mean you you knew that core group, right? Yep. And and you might add some pieces here and there, but they were extra pieces. Um this group is not complete. 
and and it's why I felt that the 2021 Wild overachieved because look at who they had in some places. I, I mean, sure. Victor Rask does not fit. Um, Hartman, I liked a lot, and I think he can play wing, and I think he has a future here, but he is not your your second or third <laughs> right. center, ideally, right? Yeah. So, like, there's a lot of, of parts here that are going to be replaced within the next year or two. Boldy's going to come in. Um, Rossi, hopefully you acquire a guy who, who can start uh, 2021-22 centering for Kaprizov. So, like, all of those things will change. So, I'm really... I'm optimistic about the Wilds' future because there's a lot to be determined. But that's why I say by next year, it's not going to be like, oh, what a feel-good story. They finished second or third. It's going to be like, no, that's the expectation. And and so they're in a window now where they're actually bringing in guys that should be very, very good. They can make some moves. And that's why within five years, I think it's realistic. And I don't know if Cam Talbot's the goaltender or not, but I think it's very realistic for this team as my alarm goes off. Wake up, Judd. That's what that's what happens when you're afraid you're going to sleep too long because you right. drank too much beer the night before, kids. <laughs> Don't do that. If you're watching at home with your parents and you just got done with cartoons and now it's time for Judd's Hockey Show, I'm going to tell you right now, don't be like Judd and have to set your alarm for 1130. Um, but that's why I think that this team is definitely in a very sweet spot to win. Yeah. And and they should. They, they definitely should. I, I just want to make that very clear, as we've tried to do on Purple Daily with the Vikings, that the next step is not uh well, I hope Kaprizov's here forever. It is no get to a Stanley cup and win the damn thing with him. And then back to your point, if you do that, he's probably going to be like, oh, okay, I'll stay here. So yeah. um, I'm just saying, I think the show was worth doing because yes. I don't want to, I don't want to dismiss a report. That's not fake news. It might be negotiating ploy. That's mm-hmm. fine. But you know, we're just so quick to be like fake news, fake news. It's not fake news. The, the question is, how much of a ploy is this? And yeah. I'm with you. I think he's back. But sorry, you sound the alarm. I'm going to respond to it. That's what we do at Score North. Exactly. Exactly. And this is not reckless speculation. This, the, 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 the agent told Kevin Weeks, Michael Russo has also put out things about this. This is, this is a legitimate thing that has to be worth monitoring, and it's worth talking about. Um, you know, I, I know they have Kevin Fiala still to resign. They have Joel Erickson Eck to resign. There's still some um, big offseason checklist. Usually, the hockey offseason, at least in my opinion, again to go to our point of how much you and I love hockey, the NHL offseason is mostly just a quick little flash in the pan, one to two day excitement, and then it's basically back to the golf course for seven weeks before uh, the preseason starts. Yep. This one, this this wild offseason, and now with this one, if this Kaprizov contract is on top of it, this one was already felt like a pretty significant offseason that we were going to be able to talk about and have a lot of things to discuss. Now, this might be the biggest piece of pie that we're going to be discussing over the next month or so. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I know there was a report out of Buffalo yesterday from w, uh, WGR that Jack Eichel might not be traded in weeks. He could be traded in days, which yes. is also worth monitoring. And I, you yes. and I will most likely do another um, rec- we will do a reckless speculation of, of trade targets for the Minnesota Wild most likely this coming week. And, so we, and will, we will discuss just quick that. Decks, yeah. The Ducks, the Flyers, the Wild, the Kings, perhaps the Rangers, and now the Blackhawks, according to uh, the New York Post, are involved. Ooh. So the Ducks, the Flyers, the Wild, the Kings, maybe the Rangers, it looks like that's not as certain, but the Blackhawks have gotten involved too. The, the Ducks one surprises me the most. They've got a lot. They got a lot. They can they, trade they got if some they prospects. want to. Yeah, yeah. They've got talk- some really yeah. nice prospects. I, I was talking to 
uh, my, my buddy Sean Aronson, who calls games the St. Paul Saints yesterday, he's a diehard Kings fan, and he brought up the Eichel trade for the, from the Kings side, and he said yeah. he doesn't get it. Um, the Ike, uh, you know, I actually thought the Kings have – they're close. Like, you know, I know they weren't in the playoff discussion necessarily, but they're close. They actually had encouraging signs. I think if they get their goaltending fixed, they could actually kind of return to contention in the NHL again if they can figure out, you know, some life beyond Jonathan Quick, who's clearly past his prime. True. Um, I, I yep. thought there was a lot of encouraging signs there, Avery Peterson, and they have a lot of good players that, that could really pop here soon. So I don't know if yep. they're going to – They'd have to mortgage some of those guys to move up to get Eichel. I don't know if that makes them a better team. They would think, trade Byfield for sure. Yeah, they'd trade Byfield. Exactly. They have, Buffalo they, would want Byfield. They, they have Byfield. a lot of pieces in place they could give up, but I think it would it would, it would would shrink their window where the Wild are ready to go. And they have two first-round picks. They have a prospect pool that's as good as anyone's in the league. They have NHL-ready players that they could offer, i.e. Kevin Fiala or maybe Matt Dumba to try to sweeten that deal. And again... I, I don't think Buffalo does this, and I, but I've told you this numerous times. Buffalo, the Buffalo Sabres are one of the most incompetent franchises, at least recently, in the last 15 years. And they could do something really, really stupid and just sell short on him. And, I, mm-hmm. I, I, and I've also heard behind the scenes from you and I have heard this too, and I was talking with Sean about it as well from, his, from a source from him. Mm-hmm. Eichel's got some, some issues off the ice. There might oh, be yeah. some issues off the ice with Jack Eichel oh, that, yeah. are wor- that are worth well, monitoring. He's also undergoing a neck procedure. Yes. That is concerning, to say yes. the least. Yes. No, I mean, this trade does not come with a foolproof guarantee of no. greatness. Jack Eichel, the player, is fantastic. Yes. But there's issues in the locker room at times. Yep. Now, the question I've heard posed, in fairness to Jack, is, is he a victim of the circumstances in Buffalo, or is he part of the problem? But we don't know the answer to that. That's concerning. Right. And look, he's going to have a procedure done that is... If I'm making a trade for him, I am very leery. I mean, it's a neck problem, Dex. Again, just yep. like with Daniil Hunter, it's yep. a neck problem. It's not a knee. And I know knees are, are, are a big deal, but they can be, you know, Tommy John, right? Pitchers have it all the time. They come back now that they miss a lot of time. Uh, a neck can end your career. And, you know, just like with football, we're talking about a contact sport. So we're talking about a one wrong hit, bang. Yeah. Um, and to quickly correct myself. I said Dustin Byfield because of Dustin oh, Bufflin, Quentin, Quentin Byfield Quentin. of the Kings. Uh, the Ducks have Trevor Zegras, who is a really yeah, good, a good center. Yep. Um, he, he came up to the Ducks as a winger, and then they sent him back down and moved him to center full-time, and he came back up. He's going to be a stud, I think. And I don't know if they would trade him, but they've got a defenseman. I think his name is Jamie Drysdale, who played in the World Juniors as well. He is really good. So they they certainly have more to give. Um Last thing, I think the Wild offer, the more I think about this, I think the Wild's offer for Eichel, because you're right, Buffalo stinks. Like, they're just not well run. Um, But I do think that they are going to ask for the world and get it from somebody. Mm -hmm. So I think the Wild's offer would need to be Fiala, um, one of your prospects, like a Boldy. And my guess is now, the more I think about this, I bet they want both of your first-round picks to try and trade up for a higher pick. So the question I posed this question on Twitter and some people agreed and responded and some just flat out disagreed and said they wouldn't ask for both, but I think they would ask for both because I think they want a high draft pick. And if they, and if they got both your picks, they could package them as a deal and probably get a very high draft pick. And uh, yeah, Buffalo has the number one overall. Pick right. But then they could get draft. another high draft pick. Yep. So they could, they could possibly get two top 10 picks. And Correct. Number one overall. And so the is, question, 
That's my question. Would would yep. you do would you do Fiala, Boldy, and both your first round picks? I don't. I, I would not. I, I would not. And I know you and I are going to have a deeper conversation on on this in a future pod. But yes, uh, it, it, it's worth monitoring, man. And, and this Kaprizov layer to this uh, to this discussion in the offseason is going to be a big one. It's going to be a very very big one. And, and in the back of Kirill's mind, last thing, back mm-hmm. of Kirill's mind, I know it's about term. I know it's about cold hard cash. I appreciate all those it, things. Yeah. But in the back of his mind, there's got to be a little, little, little devil on his shoulder or something saying, Victor Rask was your center. <laughs> Victor Rask was your center. I made Ryan Hartman look like uh, yeah, Patrick Yeah, yeah. I played with Ryan <laughs> Hartman. I mean, and no, no offense yeah. to Hartman. He works his ass off. Yeah. Rask, Rask, I don't care if I have that. <laughs> Hartman, I actually don't want to because I do like him. But yeah, anyway, exactly. the point being is if, you're, if your people are – Sitting down with Bill Garrett, they got to be saying, "Billy, come here, Billy. Billy, you got to do better than that." Yeah, and I'm sure I, he says you're right. I think he will. I think. All right, all right, I, sir. I think we're good. Yep. Enjoy your festivities of the weekend. Yet uh, another yeah. Declan friend gets married. It's like every weekend now. Yeah, if uh, if Kirill doesn't sign or signs the contract, we trade for Jack Eichel in the next. Uh, honestly, the next 24 hours. You might you might yeah might have to rope in old old Macadac or you might have to even text uh other part time producer AJ Fredrickson to break it down with you. I AJ Fredrickson would love to break he, that he, down. He would actually. I yeah. don't think we have to be concerned of, yeah. about that because Kirill, like you, is going to be according to the the folks that uh, Weeks and Russo talk to at a wedding himself. So yeah. my guess is is he, he's into the vodka. But by the way, the a little the, vodka. The, the comped cocktails at this wedding are Moscow mules. Oh God, we and, might not see you on Monday. And old fashions are comped all night. So this, I this is going to be. How rich a, are these guys? They're not rich. They put. I think they put all the money at the bar. I I I know they're not rich. I know oh they're not gosh. rich. Gosh. So yes, that's so, yes. crazy. So, like beer be, is great. Beer, yeah. I get <clears throat> two kegs. Third is available if they have to tap it. They're they're they went all in on. So the bar. Moscow mules are comps, gritties yep. at the bar, and what else? Old fashions. That is dangerous. Yeah, it's going to be fa- dangerous. It doesn't take it no, doesn't take a lot of old fashions to knock you on your ass. Two, you, if if you have two good stiff old fashions, you're you're good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good personally, and you I almost like dropped an F word there, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. You're you're, you're in trouble. Good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh God. All right. Do your thing. We'll, we're done. All right, sir. Pass shoot score. Did you know that 61% of pet owners feel more prepared to be a good pet parent after testing with Embark? Embark your dog with Embark's dog DNA test to get hundreds of actionable health insights. You can be proactive with their health and work with your vet on a personalized care plan. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code DNA, that's DNA, to get $60 off an Embark Breed and Health Kit or Purebred Kit with free shipping. That's promo code DNA to save today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly! This is Claudia's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. I had just moved to a new city and barely even knew where the grocery store was yet. When my car wouldn't start one morning, I didn't know who to ask about local shops. But I remembered a name from back home, O'Reilly Auto Parts. I called and they pointed me to a great mechanic just down the street. Now, I feel a little more at home. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.